Now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Our next guest is Roy Ramthun, nationally recognized expert on health savings accounts, and he's president and founder of HSA Consulting Services. Roy, for anyone not familiar with him, what exactly are health savings accounts? Well, health savings accounts are a special kind of a bank account where you can put funds in there to help pay for your out-of-pocket medical expenses that you incur probably every week. But by putting your money into the health savings account, you can deduct those contributions on your taxes so it effectively reduces the cost of those expenses that you pay from the account by anywhere from 10 to 40%. And how much money can a person save in their HSA account each year? The maximum amount people can put into their health savings account each year depends on the type of health insurance coverage they have. If they have what we call HSA qualified health insurance coverage and that covers just themselves, then they can contribute $3,500 in 2019. If they have a policy that covers more than just themselves, so two or more people, they can contribute double that amount or $7,000. In addition, if you are 55 years of age or older, you can add an additional $1,000 to your contribution for the year. Hmm. And how exactly are those savings to be used eventually? The savings are intended to be used for your out-of-pocket medical expenses. So many people are realizing higher deductibles with their health insurance. And that means we're paying a lot more money out of pocket when we have an insurance expense. The insurance doesn't pay until after we've met our deductible. The health savings account is designed exactly to help you pay those out of pocket expenses as you're meeting your deductible. But they can do a lot more than that. And people forget that there may be things that their insurance won't cover such as a second opinion, maybe dental or vision expenses, things like that, which are all eligible health care expenses, according to the Internal Revenue Service, who writes these rules. And so we could be using our money for those kinds of things, things like our kids' braces or eyeglasses and other expenses like that that we might not have thought about using our account for. Roy, proponents of the health savings accounts have claimed it's possible to shop around for the most cost-effective medical care or even negotiate on the price. But does that actually happen much in the real world? Well, the studies suggest that it doesn't happen as often as we would all like it to happen. And I think that many consumers don't understand that they can do it. They think that if they have insurance, they can't ask the doctor or the hospital whether they would accept a lower price if they paid them in cash. And, you know, that's just something that we're not conditioned to doing. We might do it for other things, but we don't tend to do it for our health care. And so we are hoping that with the financial incentives that come with spending your own money and keeping what you don't spend, that more and more people will be comfortable asking those kinds of questions. We've also learned that within a 10-mile radius of where you live, the cost of medical services can sometimes vary tenfold. 
And that's another amazing thing that we don't always think about, that it would be possible for those costs to vary so much. So we tend to sacrifice cost for convenience and go to the closest facility. But, you know, we really ought to be asking ourselves, is the best value for our money? We ought to be looking at what is the quality of the care that those providers provide to us? Has anybody actually measured the quality of, say, the surgical services that they provide? And, you know, there seems to be actually an inverse correlation between those that are of the highest quality and those who have the highest prices. If you were to go, to example, to the Mayo Clinic for surgery, they're known by most people as one of the best facilities in this country. They're not the most expensive. So, you know, we could save a lot of money and actually have fewer risks of complications by going to a known facility that actually charges us a reasonable price. But it's not something that we always think of when we need medical care. So hopefully over time that will change. We believe it is changing, but a lot slower than I would like. We're talking with Roy Ramphun, nationally recognized health savings accounts expert, founder and president of HSA Consulting Services. So just explain, let's say you're going into the doctor for a routine physical or some little problem you're having. How and when do you negotiate that price? Do you wait till you're in the, in the middle of the examination or is there something you do ahead of time? Well, having been there, nobody feels in a position to negotiate when you're wearing a hospital gown with your half of your backside showing. But I would do that up front when you get there and tell the office manager that you are expecting to pay cash and you want to know how much the office visit that you're going to have is going to cost you. Now, they might not be able to say exactly what it's going to cost you because it will depend on how much time the doctor ends up spending with you as to how much they charge. But they ought to be able to at least give you a range. And if you come out of there and find out that what they're actually going to charge you is two to three times that amount, that you're probably not getting a good deal. Sometimes they will ask you to actually talk with the physician, and the physician will have to tell you, I will see you or I won't based on this negotiation of a cash price. I've never heard of anybody turned away for offering to pay cash. Most offices are not conditioned to do that because not very many people ever ask them. They certainly don't post any cash prices, and you know that leaves them the option to decide at that moment in time whether they're willing to accept more or less than they did for the patient who might have done the same thing last week. Most of us think that our doctors are important enough that we feel like we shouldn't be asking those questions, and maybe for an office visit it's not as important. I don't think that the cost that most doctors charge is going to be highly variable from one physician to the next for the same thing. But other procedures and diagnostic and lab procedures, anything done in a hospital, I'd be asking a lot more questions. So for our listeners, do you have any recommendations on how to shop around for the best HSA deal? My recommendation is to first start with anything that would be offered by your employer. 
If your employer offers a health savings account program as part of your health care benefits, they may help you set up a health savings account at a financial institution that they have chosen, but usually they will do one of two things, if not both. One, they will pay any account fees that are charged for having that account at that financial institution. Secondly, many employers also make contributions to your health savings account, and you wouldn't want to turn down any of that money. I would add to that many employers also allow you to make contributions through payroll deductions so that you not only avoid income taxes but also payroll taxes, just like what you do when you pay your employer-sponsored health insurance premiums through payroll deduction. If you do not have access to an employer program, then sometimes where you get your insurance, they will have a relationship with a financial institution that will help you open your account. There are websites such as hsasearch.com that you can go to to look at other options that may be available to you and compare how those options work in terms of fees, interest rates that they pay, investment options, etc., Certainly ask financial institutions in your local area whether they offer health savings accounts. Some may, some may not. You just never know. Roy Ramthun, a nationally recognized expert on health savings accounts, and he's president and founder of HSA Consulting Services and their website, askmrhsa.com. Roy, we want to thank you so much. Lots of good information. Thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. A production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.